Picking your nose could cause dementia. A boys' school canceled Wife Beater Wednesday. And a lottery winner wore a costume to hide the $30 million winnings from his family. This is the weird news for today. On Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian in Los Angeles. I'm Jonesy. I'm so grateful that you're spending some time with my show today. I have three weird news segments from around the world for you, for your ears, for your pleasure, for your entertainment, for your education. (laughs) Picking your nose could increase risks for Alzheimer's and dementia. Oh, no. Are you a nose picker? Well, maybe think twice before you shove your digits up those holes in your face. Let's get a little bit more information, though. Let's find out what kind of researchers discovered this. Are they legitimate scientists or are they TikTokers? It says here this research was published in a journal called Scientific Reports, which seems pretty legitimate and professional. And it would also make this particular segment part of the sounds of science. That's right. This is very scientific, guys. We have a professor named St. John. He says they're showing that bacteria can go directly up the nose into the brain and set off pathologies. What kind of pathologies? Well, Alzheimer's disease, for one. They said they saw this happen in a mouse. And evidence is there that it could potentially be pretty scary for humans as well. And they need to do more research. Turns out the olfactory nerve inside your nose is directly exposed to air. In case you didn't know, it also offers a very short pathway to your brain. One which bypasses the blood-brain barrier. It's a route that viruses and bacteria have sniffed out as an easy one into your brain. Now, the team is planning on doing some more research to prove that the same pathways of bacteria exist in humans. Uh, They say they need to study and confirm whether the same pathway operates in the same way. The research has been proposed by many people but has yet to be completed. They say what we do know is that these same bacteria are present in humans, but we haven't worked out how they get there, how they get inside the brain. Meanwhile, there are some simple steps to look after the lining of your nose. Professor St. John suggests people can take some of these steps if they want to lower their risk of potentially developing late-onset Alzheimer's disease. Well, what steps does Professor St. John say? Well, for one, picking your nose and plucking the hairs from your nose are not a very good idea, he says. Here's a quote from him. Well, we don't want to damage the inside of our nose, you know. And picking and plucking inside your nose is definitely going to do to do that. If you damage the lining of your nose, don't you know, you can increase how many bacteria actually go up in there and get into your brain. The professor also suggests that when you hit the age of 60, maybe take a smell test. Why would you take a smell test? Well, the loss of your sense of smell is an early indication of Alzheimer's disease. And... Um, they're also concerned with dementia as well, all of these things that uh, affect, affect the brain. So don't pick your nose, guys. Don't pluck your hairs. I don't know how you get the hairs out if you're not going to pluck them. Anyone got any ideas on how to get hairs out of your nose without jamming some tweezers up there? I love it. I'd love to rip hairs out of my nose. makes my eyes water. makes me feel alive, man. makes me feel so alive. I scream like a barbarian. I go, ah! 
And that's just the left one. Then I go, oh, the right one! And then tear, a tear down my cheek. But like I said, I feel alive. <laughs> a school has canceled Wife Beater Wednesday. Hmm. St. Betty's college students have shown some very bad judgment after choosing a Wife Beater Wednesday dress-up theme. Thankfully, it was shut down 24 hours before the uh, Wife Beater Wednesday was going to kick off, according to the school. Year 13 students from the boys' school in Christchurch were gearing up to wear some white singlets, sometimes referred to as wife beaters. You guys know those little tight, thin, white tank tops? We call them wife beaters in the States. I don't know what they call them in other places. I'm not sure why we call them wife beaters. I'm sure there's a reason. Um, That term now is definitely being pushed out of the culture. They're trying to, anyways. Uh, So I don't know what you call them now. In fact, just me calling them wife beaters on this podcast might get me canceled. I should really be careful. The irony in all that is I'm actually wearing a wife beater right now. (laughs) Just kidding, guys. I'm naked. Okay, back to the story. These year 13 students had a whole week of themed dress-up days to celebrate their final day of formal classes because apparently they're graduating. And one of the days they wanted to have was Wife Beater Wednesday where they all wear wife beaters and uh, who knows what else. The staff from the school, of course, learned of this theme and they spun into action. A school spokesperson said the boys had, quote, shown some bad judgment, and all of this, of course, wasn't with our approval. Apparently, the boys did this on their on their own without the approval. Uh, you can't put it past these schools, though, at, at this point. They do some strange things. Remember when they baptized a bunch of kids without parents' permission? So you could see a school approving Wife Beater Wednesday. They're doing that kind of thing these days. The school says blatantly, though, it has been shut down. It has been shut down. Wife Beater Wednesday has been shut down. Don't show up with a wife beater on Wednesday, thinking that you're going to have wife beater Wednesday. Don't show up with a wife either and beat her. That's not going to be tolerated here on school grounds. (laughs) They say here also that the students have been spoken to and they know how serious this is. They know how serious it is. Turns out the kids lied to the staff. They told them when asked what Wednesday was going to be, they said, oh, it's going to be Wacky Wednesday. Yeah, it's going to be Wacky Wednesday. That's right, Wacky. Well, what, do you, what will you be wearing on Wacky Wednesday? Well, I don't know, something wacky, you know, definitely not a wife beater. It's going to be way more wacky than that. <laughs> don't you worry. Now, the school says this is a very teachable moment for us. We are making sure the boys are learning from that very big mistake with the wife beater Wednesday. There's always room to teach and learn from mistakes in life. And obviously, you know, being a school, this is one of our jobs to continue to do that for them. An apology will be going out um, on our Facebook page as well. So. We have a quote in this story from a none-too-happy father who said, I don't think this is at all appropriate. I'm not a politically correct person by any means, but I don't think it's a joke at all. We have a very big problem with domestic violence in this country, and this sends the wrong signal, of course. I'm particularly concerned with my two daughters' future, where... They're up against a man who comes through this schooling system, perhaps, where they've made light of domestic abuse, as they seem to want to do. Let's get into the modern world, guys, and stop that behavior. Let's stop it now. 
I'm also against, for the record, Toe Tickling Tuesday. I don't think we should be tickling each other's toes. Not right now, with COVID still going around. You shouldn't be touching other toes at all. Never mind the toes of a stranger. I am partial to Thirsty Thursdays, though. You know, my local watering hole has a Thirsty Thursday special where you get two Miller Lights and a shot for $10. And I, I have a really good time over there, me and my friends and our wife beaters. A man won the lottery and is hiding it from his own family. A lottery winner in China claimed his 220 million yuan prize, which is approximately 30 million buckos. He claimed his prize in a cartoon suit. It was more like a costume. He did this in order to hide his identity, including from his own family. He was identified by the local press only by his pseudonym, Lee. Uh, the winner told the media that he decided not to tell his family about all this money to keep them from becoming lazy or acting, quote, superior to others. Oh, so seems to me like Lee believes his family can't handle all this money. Well, good luck hiding thirty million dollars from your family for long. I mean, how do you, how do you hide thirty? I mean, unless you don't spend a damn dime, just sits there in your savings. I don't know how you not touch it. Lee was very confident about his lottery numbers that he purchased forty tickets containing the same number combinations for each. Each ticket which he bought in. Guangxi Zhuang province for 80 yuan, which is about $11, has a winning payout of 5.48 million yuan, which is about $750,000, bringing the total to 220 million yuan, which is 30 million USD. Lee said he did not sleep the night of October 21st when he learned that he won the jackpot. On October 24th, Lee wore a yellow cartoon character suit and picked up his prize at the Guangxi Welfare Lottery Distribution Center in Nanning City. Now, believe it or not, appearing in costumes, including cartoon costumes, during the check presentation ceremony has actually become a common strategy for winners who want to hide their identities from the public. And in a way, that's pretty smart because you don't want all your deadbeat friends to come out of the woodwork and start hitting you up for loans and whatnot. Uh, but to hide it from your own nuclear family is a little, <laughs> is a little questionable behavior, in, in my opinion. Why wouldn't you want to make their life better, sir? Are you okay, Lee? <laughs> Lee, however, revealed he has kept the life-altering new secret even to his family. Here's a quote from Lee. I have not told my wife or my kid. I am concerned that they might feel better than other people and maybe they'll decide that they don't want to work work hard or even study hard in the future you know you have to think about these things that's pretty funny lee because the reality is with all that money they don't have to work hard that's the point of the money <laughs> sir they don't have to toil and sweat at, well, i don't know what they're in china so maybe they maybe the future of your children is like working at some of those horrible factories there's a lot of them over there i don't know i don't know what your situation is but with all this money lee they don't have to work like that they can actually enjoy their life what's wrong with that after donating the 5 million won to charity and being taxed 43 million won lee was able to take home 171 million won in case you're wondering that's about 23 million buckos Lee, who has been regularly buying tickets for over a decade, considers himself a fan of the betting game. Well, great. You know, 
I'm sure we're a fan of you being a fan of the betting game. Here's something your family's not a fan of, though, Lee, is you, you know, not sharing the money with them when you win at your betting game. Horrible behavior. According to Lee, he has been betting on the same seven numbers in the past several years simply because they looked pleasing to him. <laughs> wow, quite a scientific method he has. Lee says, I regard buying the lottery as a hobby for me, and my family does not care. Plus, I do not spend much money on it, and the lottery provides a ray of hope for me. A ray. But now your hope is wasted, bro, because your wish has come true. It's been delivered, and now you're going to do what? Just sit on the money now, not enjoy it at all, not share it with your family? They're not even going to know that it exists. All of the things you have to do to keep that from them, basically keep your own life the way that it is. Oh, this guy's so dumb. I wish I could let his family know somehow. Lee said he still hasn't thought about how he will spend the money. Clearly you're not going to spend the money, bro. He is set to take the time to plan it carefully, he says. Lee's wife, despite her lack of knowledge about the millions of dollars they now have, has a right to the winnings as a joint owner of the newly claimed asset under the Chinese marriage law. Oh, how about that? Legally, his wife should have access to half of this money anyways, and you're not going to share it with her, bro, or tell her? Ooh, this sounds like it might be quasi-criminal. I'm not sure. I really hope this guy comes to his senses here. Don't be a piece of shit, Lee. Come on now. Yay! Hello, loyal listeners. This is Jonesy. Just want to say thank you, and I'm so proud of you for staying all the way to the outro of the Weird AF News podcast. This is where we give thanks and praise, just like Bob Marley said. Uh, Alex and Tammy bought me coffees off my website, weirdafnews.com. So big shout out, much love to Alex and Tammy. Uh, you can write me a little note, too, when you buy me coffee. And uh, Alex and Tammy wrote, We bust a gut listening to your antic stories. Keep it coming! Exclamation. Keep it coming! I believe is what they're saying. And I will. I'll keep it coming, Alex and Tammy. And you're gonna ha- you've, you've helped me keep it coming, because when you buy me coffees, you keep me caffeinated. And when Jonesy's caffeinated, Jonesy keeps, keeps it coming. Keep it coming when I'm caffeinated. I can't help but keep it coming when I'm caffeinated. All right. I also, someone joined the Patreon. Uh, Jacqueline McCarthy joined. Oh, Jacqueline McCarthy. Oh, yes. Oh, she's a lovely Irish girl. Jacqueline McCarthy joined. Could be Scottish. I I don't know. Um, uh, I don't know Jacqueline personally. Uh, But I can tell she's a very nice person who is you know, obviously wants to show support, is grateful for the Weird AF News podcast and has decided to give Jonesy some support and some love. So big shout out to Jacqueline McCarthy, wherever she may be. And Jacqueline, welcome to the Patreon. It's a nice little group of people that we have in the Patreon, you know, little fans of me and the show. And uh, and please enjoy the extra content that's inside the Patreon. Yeah, that's the other thing that we do. I put some content in there, extra weird stuff. You know, suggestions for things that uh, I like that I come across that's weird for people to listen to, watch, or look at, or read. So yeah, there's extra crap in there. Check it out. Thank you so much, Jacqueline McCarthy. You can be like Jacqueline McCarthy if you want to, guys, listeners, um, by joining the Patreon. And you can do all that by going to weirdafnews.com. You can click on Buy Jonesy a Coffee, join the Patreon, etc., etc. Or uh, as Elaine Bettis would say, yada, yada, yada. It's all there. It's all there. And weirdafnews.com, the official website, is paid for by my 
you know, my, my uh, generous supporters like uh, Jacqueline and um, obviously like Alex and Tammy. So obviously that money goes somewhere. So we're keeping the website rolling. You can, you can go there and you can also submit articles through the website too. You can say if you come across a story that you think I might want to cover some piece of news, you know, maybe it's a Florida story and you can submit it through the website. You can also join my mailing list through the website. It does a lot of things. That's what we pay for. And, uh, I guess at the end of the day, I'll just, I'd just like to say thank you to everyone who listens to Weird AF News and, and you are supporting me in your own way by doing that. I appreciate that. Okay. We'll see you tomorrow guys. Bye-bye.